This week's episode brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, no matter how good the trimmer is, if you're fat, it's still hard. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Oh now, brown cow. Oh now, now brown, brown cow. cow. Oh, sorry. Hey guys, sorry. You caught us during our uh, vocal warm up. Hey, <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures from the Mamma Mia rap party with Meryl Streep, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Pierce Brosnan, the whole crew, and they are drunk AF. I wish I had been at this party. This Hell is a yes. bunch of drunk old people with a bunch of drunk young people just dancing their asses off. That's like, bro, there, my... there's no one having more fun than Colin Firth in Mamma Mia. <laughs> it's one thing I always think about when you think about actors that get super rich and famous and like they're older, like at the end of the day, they're still actors, yeah. which means they're still like insecure babies who get hammered. <laughs> yeah sure i don't know about meryl but she's definitely hammered in this picture i love that I, <laughs> dude she amazing. just seems like the coolest fucking person like i don't know she strikes I me as a dope that individual far. she seems very cool yeah i don't know about the coolest person ever but she That's seems pretty true. cool she hey. talks about She's one of those people that always brings up Yale. It's like, fucking uh, get it, lady. Like, come on. Okay. Good topic of conversation. Off the cuff. Who do we think is the coolest person that ever lived? Oh, man. That's impossible to say. But, it, hey, well, let's, you know. You throw out an idea. Okay. So, like, let's say the coolest person that ever lived. What's the rubric? Right. Okay. How do you measure coolness? I mean, because Prince is probably the coolest person that ever lived. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's rock and roll cool, which, like, may not be, like, the nicest person that ever lived, but you just look at him and you think, that motherfucker's cool. The right. first person that pops into my head is Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. That's <laughs> the first person you think of? Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's cooler than the other side of the pillow. You fucking joking? Are you joking? <laughs> Billy Gibbons is the Billy coolest Gibbons person in the world you can think fuck. of. He's Dude. the coolest rock star. Billy Gibbons is the coolest rock star Dude, he's that awesome. you can think of. Okay, No, he's All just right. the first person I think of. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say, Bruce Springsteen? Bruce is an insecure, mentally ill baby. Yeah, Bruce isn't that cool. He got he got pulled over I love, drunk driving. I, I love after one shot. Bruce. <laughs> oh, dude, that was horse shit. It was. It was total horse shit. The cops set him up. They watched him take the shot and then immediately pulled him over. Bullshit. It's bullshit, I say. Total horse shit. Um, <laughs> Billy Gibbons. Billy I Gibbons think is Prince dope. is up way cooler than Billy Gibbons. And Prince is cool. I'm not shitting first. on Prince at all. The prince got weird at the end. He he got uh, what was he? Was he Jehovah's Witness or Seventh Day like Adventist? That. He was he was one of the weird ones that like isn't very nice to women. Yeah, <laughs> I think the reason why maybe I'm some more specific to my experience, my personal experience on why I say Billy Gibbs. I've seen ZZ Top in concert multiple times. It's like one of my dad's favorite bands. All right, cool. and the guy just exudes rock and roll awesome like he's cool as fuck i'm telling you like he's just my, cool my dad uh met him once at some place in dallas and hung out with him for a little bit oh yeah because well he was with my uncle dave 
and Uncle Dave is out. You've met Alex. He's his dad, and Uncle Dave oh, and dope. Alex look exactly alike. So just <laughs> imagine Alex and my dad hanging out, and um, they see they see Billy, and then my dad goes, "Hey, there's Dusty," and uh, or maybe it's the other way around. It was one of them, and, and my dad mistaked him. And my dad's plan was not to get involved, but Dave immediately was just like, hey, hey, Dusty, what's up, man? And then this hard-ass looking bitch turns around and goes, it's Billy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and Dave turns around on his heel and is like, David Scott, you got the name wrong. This guy told me it was the wrong guy, blah, 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 blah. Then they all laughed and, you know, had had a beer together. That's super tight. That's hilarious. I met Billy a couple of times when I was a kid because he had a huge fucking house about 20 minutes from my hometown and his best friend lived in Texas City. And so a few times I ran into him at our corner store buying beer on Sundays going over to his friend's house to watch football. (laughs) And he was in like Wrangler jorts, sleeveless T-shirt, and like a trucker hat with his big ass beard. <laughs> and people was like, oh, hey, Mr. Gibbons. <laughs> That's great. It's funny because they're just like out and about in Texas. They're just oh, around, yeah. man. They're just and, like here. And he was driving like an old beat up white F-250. And like he drove from his like multi-million dollar mansion. Yeah. Well, that's just his getting around car. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? around town, baby. He's got his, he got a, he has all of his other hot rods for uh, concerts and shit. Oh yeah. But, 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 you know, he's just got to get around town on that beat up F1. Now that I feel like Billy ZZ, that whole crew, cause you know, they're Texans. They got that laid back thing. It's like totally like, oh yeah. I saw him at a corner store buying beer. Makes right. sense. Imagine if you saw Prince at like a seven 11 buying a sixer. <laughs> Prince would never do that. No, never. Not a chance in hell. (laughs) You would never see Prince doing that. But Prince is so goddamn fucking cool. So, like, have you seen that video of him playing uh, My Guitar Gently Weeps at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, like, 2015 with, like, Tom Petty and all these other fucking... Little Stevie, I think, was on stage. And Prince just, like, starts this guitar solo and just never stops playing. Yeah. Until everybody stops, and then he eventually he throws the guitar in the air, and the guitar just like never comes down. It's all <laughs> it's been on a string the whole time, just for that one gimmick. I, like there's nobody cooler, <laughs> Dude, like the nuts on that guy. It's just insane. It's like yeah, I'm gonna go up here with. Oh, sorry, I got to do Prince voice. Yeah, I'm gonna go up here with some legends and just <laughs> make them all look like fucking children. Right. <laughs> we talk about we, this is a pro Prince podcast. I realize he's come up a lot recently. Yeah, we love Prince. Well, shit, I dude. Love I mean, I feel like if you're truly into rock and roll and just music in general, because obviously right. his earliest stuff is way more pop oriented, but then his yeah. later life is super rock and roll. But if you're just a fan of like really good music. Mm-hmm. And like the stuff you can do personality wise and persona wise with music, he's and undeniable. you don't like Prince, like who the fuck are you? You're he's, a liar. Undeniable. Like that shit just, is just hot. Oh yeah. Who else would be cool? I think that uh, probably Mark Twain was a good hang. Oh, Mark Twain was probably dope as shit. Um, Ernest Hemingway, even though he was a wild, he's a wild card. The, that's where we that's where we're getting a little bit in, in, like because I, I am at a place in my life where I don't want to be worried about like guns or anything. That's and I feel true. like with Hemingway, like there'd be a conversation about guns or maybe then, no conversation and then just a situation that involved one. Right. And that's a, why it immediately disqualified from this conversation is Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No way. No way. Maybe at one point in my life, I would have wanted to hang out with that dude, but not anymore. Ooh, you know who could have been a, probably a really dope hang? Tell Jerry me. Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry would have been fun as fuck. Chill, dude. man. You'd be like dripping and 
smoking and just like eating some ice cream and playing a guitar. Oh, those yeah. are like some of my, those are like, that's like top 10 for me. Gary Garcia would be awesome. <laughs> Never mind. Good God. I, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I ran across a person that was named Jerry Garcia recently. That's <laughs> oh, all I'm yeah. Gonna say. That's all I'm going to say. It was amazing. I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Your name is like, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like if you run across a 70-year-old named that. Yeah, but this was... Uh, never mind. No more. We're going to pump the brakes there. Yeah. But anyway, um, man, you know what I can't wait for is this... Uh, or actually, I am going to wait for it, and I'm calling on our listeners to boycott is the Elon <laughs> Musk S- SNL. <laughs> this is a call to action, folks. Do not watch that. Do not encourage this man. So definitely going to watch it. I have less of an opinion on Elon Musk and more so just enjoy your hatred of him. Like, I I like, oh, hey, look, eccentric billionaire builds shit and thinks he's awesome. What's fucking new? And you're like, he's the worst person that ever yeah. lived. I, That's I don't, exactly what I say. I disagree. I think I he's hate just. Him. I know you do. I hate how he <laughs> presents himself as this like engineering like genius when really he's just an investor. That's all he is. He's on Shark Tank. He he like he he. Oh my god, he just bugs me, and he's so annoying on Twitter. <laughs> it's just undis- it's like unforgivable it's like why are you down here among us you you have more money than god why are you here with us please like it's like when that's, trump was on twitter it's like just leave us alone <laughs> that's also the why people like them is because they are billionaires who still mingle with the masses he will him. I don't know who they is. Jeff Bezos isn't wasting his time on fucking. Oh no, Twitter I wasn't talking making, about Bezos ta- making memes about uh, Dogecoin. <laughs> hey man, Elon Musk is uh, he is going to make so many people rich by driving up Dogecoin. Sure, he is great. <laughs> I love it. Let hey, him. It, it went from like a fraction of a penny to thirty eight cents in like a couple of months. Okay. But we're not going to make this... We're not talking about cryptocurrency on this fucking show. (laughs) Not a goddamn chance in hell. We're not talking about cryptocurrencies or NFTs. Matt and I have a mutual acquaintance that one time completely hijacked an evening of ours at a bar in Brooklyn and would not shut the fuck up about Bitcoin. It's uh, super annoying, guys. Nobody cares, and it's not real. (laughs) Nobody gives a fuck. And you're you're gonna sit there and be high and mighty and say, "Well, you I'm making money. Great, have fun, do it. I don't yeah. I don't care. I don't care. It's it's boring. It doesn't seem real. I don't care. Don't give me an hour long dissertation over cocktails. Oh my god! Like <laughs> just drying up every vagina within <laughs> like a thirty foot radius, and turning it into a completely barren riverbed. Just <laughs> Like, no, like, women are, like, running away from us. Just, like, <laughs> get away. Get me away from these fucking morons talking about this shit. <laughs> God damn. Unforgivable. Don't ever do that to your friend at a bar. Don't ever, ever, ever hijack the night for cryptocurrency. No, no. Which is what is, which is exactly what SNL is doing by giving uh, this motherfucker any airtime at all. This apartheid profiteer, this this like this piece of shit emerald farmer or emerald miner. Uh, he wasn't a miner. His dad owned some miners. Anyway, or did he own some mines? Mines. Okay, <laughs> and probably some miners. You know, over over rock. I get. I gave my first uh, ghost tour last night. It was fun. Oh, no shit. Well, it was a co-tour, but it was yeah. But like, yeah, it was fun. That's I had awesome. a good time. 
It was great. You guys should come out. Nightly Spirits. Once I get my promo code, put that shit in. Come on out. I am going to need to complete my training. I am going to need a small crowd of people to go on like a, like kind of a pared down uh, version of the tour. Uh, like so your test if you're listening, tour. Yeah, like a, like a test tour. So if you're listening and want to do that, hit me up. I'm on Twitter. At like call to action, I'm on Facebook. Call to action to Tom and Stephanie. Sure. <laughs> Come be and a part others. of I mean, test. Uh, uh, there are other people that listen to this that are in the, in the Metroplex that might be interested in that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. But I mean, my, my brain always just goes to the, to the, the homies, the, the H bombs. Hell yes. The, the pride of Garland, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, so that's cool. Gen X lawyers. You know, and you know what I did? I, I experienced something today that I have never done before, which What's is that? I watched an F1 race, Formula One race. Ah, you're turning into a European, I see. Mm-hmm. I had a baguette. <laughs> I had a bottle of red wine and some brie. <laughs> Cheated on my girlfriend, beat her up a little bit, but not too much. You know, and smoked cigarettes. <laughs> Or a shirt with the, horizontal these, stripes. And watch these guys uh, just go balls first, nearly into each other. That shit is crazy, dude. What yeah. they are doing, fuck that. Like, whenever they get to the, the view, <laughs> when they get to the view that uh, where you see from the driver's point of view, it's ins- like they're going 200 miles an hour. They're taking, like, turns at 125 miles an hour. What the fuck? It's scary as shit. And then when they do like wide angle shots of it, they it's one of those things where they kind of make the shit look easy because they're professionals. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. literally they're the top tier of the top tier. Right. So you're just like, it's kind of boring when you're watching from like a wide angle of it. And then yes. they do like the, they do the shots where the camera's pointing down the track and the cars are going past and you really yeah. see how fast they're going. The power. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Because the, like the the far away shots are so far away that it kind of it, it looks like they've slowed down or something like, and they're not going that fast. But no, the nope. motherfuckers are falling. Yeah, and there was this one guy who's he got third place, and his last name was Butas. <laughs> they kept saying Butas, so I was like, his name's Buttass. <laughs> that guy's name is Buttass. That reminds me of this fucking uh, quick tangent. Back in the day, day when uh, me and Colin were both still living at home, and I used to go over to his house all the time to play Madden. The fucking uh, Titans kicker was named Baronis, but it looked like beer on ass. So, you know. Yeah, he's always called the guy Beer on Ass. Beer on Ass, that's his name. That's your name now. Yeah, fuck you, Mr. Beer on Ass. But I digress. Um, I remember living in Austin when the F1 track opened. Mm -hmm. And I just remember all these, like, fucking Texans all of a sudden just becoming these massive F1 fans. And up to that point, I'd never heard of F1. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, what? There's a racetrack? That's cool. NASCAR? Cool, I guess. I'm never going to go to that shit. That's for rednecks. (laughs) (laughs) NASCAR is its own fucking science that is way too intricate. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm sure it is. Or stock car racing. I used to go. I used to go go to these like weird uh, dirt, dirt track races. Out in Mesquite. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's where shit gets gnarly. Yeah. Dude, that was Pawpaw Beery did that. Oh, really? Yeah, Pawpaw Beery did dirt track racing. That shit feels criminal. Like, it doesn't feel legal. Well, it It feels dirty. It's born out of moonshining. Yeah, and it feels like it. Yeah. It it doesn't feel like, like... uh, I don't know. Obviously, it is totally 100% legit, but like you're out there and you're like, this is some fucking redneck shit. This is, yeah. some, this is some like this, this is out in the middle of the woods or, or middle of a field. And it's, I don't know. 
it just feels shady. Yeah, dude. Super like, loud. Everyone's just hammered drunk. <laughs> That's were, the I mean, base form yeah. of stock car racing. It was uh was it moonshiners would compete against each other to see who had the fastest car. Because mm-hmm. that was the whole thing in moonshiners. You had to have a super, super fast car to get away from the cops. Right. So they all did their own engine mods and then they'd compete against each other on these like dirt shit old dirt tracks. And then it grew into what is now known as NASCAR. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And this F1 thing is just like the, it could not be more different. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's so intense. Like that shit was nuts. Uh I can't believe how fast they're going around the turns. And then sometimes they'll go from like, like I saw this one dude take a turn where he went from like 175 to 45 miles an hour oh. in like in maybe like like 150 feet and he's <laughs> turning while he's doing that. Like if you did that in any other sort of car, your car would like rip in half. Yeah. Like one one would go like the back end would go one way, the front end would go the other way, or you'd just be like tumbling like your tiger woods and you've had one too many fucking ambient uh like like it's like you shouldn't be able to do that like imagine the g-force like how that would just turn your stomach inside out (laughs) yeah dude um fuck i forgot i was gonna say it's just it's crazy to me like like i i and and the fact that they are in these like I get, they're not really wearing any protection. I understand that like they're, they have fireproof suits on and stuff and they have a helmet on that helps them sort of keep their shit together and keep their head up. But if, if there's like a problem or, or a crash, it's just like, well, I hope you're right with your God. Like, yeah. I hope you have this fucking figured out. I hope you got pretty good life insurance, even though, I don't know what life insurance company would give you a policy, you fucking lunatic. Oh, You'd I remember like, what I was going to oh, say. Wait, European, never mind. Oh, yeah. what's that? Um, when you're doing that, you're doing that driving, that's all four limbs doing something completely different. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you have to have the same, like, dexterity as, like, a great drummer, essentially. Crazy. They, they have to be athletic, I imagine. None of those guys were, like, tubs of shit. No, none of them. None of them. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing a fat ass F1 driver squeezing into an F1 car? I would love it. I would do it. I would do it just to just to piss everyone off. <laughs> That's going to be Burt Kreischer's next thing. He's going to be like, "Oh, they're going to be an F1 driver." <laughs> what do you think, Tom? You think I could do it? <laughs> and Tom's just like, "Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Why don't you do that? Yeah, man. Oh my god. We'll do it for the next I... live show." <laughs> And then Bert like breaks his neck just to top Tom's broken arm. You guys have no idea how hard it is to not be able to use your arms or legs. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking crazy. I can't drink anymore. Oh holy hell, I was changing my diaper the other day. <laughs> now I'm scared. Now I'm scared. Oh, we love you, Tom and Bert. I can't wait to see what the fuck this uh, diagnostics place did to Tom. <laughs> it's it, y'all. It's the, the 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 same day that this episode is dropping. I assume that that the episode is dropping of your mom's house, where Tom explains what this medical like testing office did to him. It's pretty incredible. We've uh, he turned his entire fan base on the this this medical test uh, testing sites Yelp page. And their like Instagram page and their Twitter, like their social medias, like their Yelp is locked down. The Yelp is like, we have disabled commenting on this place, on this business. We don't stand for any racism. Oh, I, think shit. That they, I think that they think Chomo is a racist slur. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that's just Connell Peterson. That's Connell Peterson's. <laughs> He's gonna give you the stamp. <laughs> CI CI double agent C-I-A-A retired. Agent retired. Mm. Um, Fucking yeah. love Fed Smoker. Speaking of Fed Smoker, I was at work yesterday and I was Ooh. fixing some tables on the patio, aka mm-hmm. the sidewalk. And I hear this dude, and just the voice was a 
dead fucking ringer for Fed Smoker. Oh my god! I wish I had the time to whip out my phone and record it to so you could hear it. I, this dude <laughs> sounded exactly like Fed Smoker, man. It was fucking wild. So I like whip around, and it's this dude who's probably around our age and his wife, and they're pushing their baby down the street in a stroller, and they're Whoa. both necking a twenty-four ounce Budweiser. <laughs> all right oh yeah and these are like upper east siders too so like they're in like lacoste yeah (laughs) and like gucci shoes oh my god and they're just slamming beers yeah on a walk with their kid hey more power to them honestly oh yeah i'm not shitting on them it's just when i nothing matched nothing went together the fed smoker voice gets me Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> With your dirty twat. <laughs> your little baby raper on your face. You're fucking fired, man. You're fired. Your, your job is done. You're you're done here. You're done here. Your life's over in terms of your job. <laughs> oh, we sound man. like lunatics. If people don't listen to your mom's house, we just sound like fucking lunatics right now. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably um, listen to this thinking we are fed smokers. Yeah, that's, you know, there's a little bit of Fed Smoker in all of us. Y'all, just look up Fed Smoker. In fact, recommends a theme. No, I'm joking. Uh, But look up, look up Fed Smoker on YouTube. It's hours of entertainment. Yes. It'll never get old either. He was was like a vigilante on the West Coast that was a former retired CIA double agent. He's (laughs) a really cool, he loved crystal meth. It was fun. That's how we do it down here at the Falcon Car Wash. Yeah, get a job at a car wash. (laughs) Ain't feathering it, bud. There's a whole wonderful story. (laughs) What do you you got new? I did the F1 thing. I got, you know, I wiped my butt nice and clean this morning. What did you do today? Just took a shower. Nice. Um, Had a Taco Bell quesadilla for lunch, and we got a new couch. New couch time. Big, <laughs> big update in the Beery household. Bought a couch. I mean, that's not exciting news in the slightest. But it is. But it is dope as shit because I worked a long fucking day yesterday and it was amazing to come home and sit on my brand new plush couch afterwards. Ooh. And just sink in, right? Oh, yeah. 12 and a half hours on my feet. Ooh. Fuck yeah. that shit. And that was after nine hours on my feet on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Yeah, now we're going into Cinco week. Have fun with that. Yeah. Cinco during COVID. I bet it'll be popping still. Right, oh, dude. It's, we already have 150 covers booked. Jeebus shit fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Because New York is coming back strong, dude. May 17th, they remove all curfews for outdoor and May 31st, they remove all curfews for indoor, and we're going up to 75% because almost 50% of New York City, almost 50% of New York State's vaccinated. Wow. Yeah, like we're on the cusp. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. Currently in Dallas, there is more supply than demand for the fucking vaccine. Dude, fucking same in Galveston County. It's like people are so stupid. I, absolutely ridiculous. Like it's just unconscionable. Like <laughs> if you like, I'm serious, bro. Like if if you are listening to this and you have not gotten your vaccine, fucking nut up and do it. Stop it. Stop it. Like stop like this nonsense shit of you just like, oh, I haven't gotten around to it. Or I'm, I'm worried about the side effects. As you can tell, it works really well for me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, after that wonderful cough. But no, like, it's just insane to me that they're having a hard time giving this. It's free. Yeah. It's free healthcare. Yeah. Unreal. You know, I remember... 
I mean, this was now weeks ago, like three weeks ago that I was down there, I guess, whenever it was. Yeah. And when I was at my parents' house in Texas City, they were literally sending out like two, three times a day texts, almost begging people to get vaccinated. Ridiculous. I mean, that's just like, and it's all just people like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. I don't really want to be a part of an experiment. It's like, you're not. They've given out 200 million shots. If it There's was no really bad, of- you would know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You would absolutely know at this point. You would absolutely know that if it was really bad. Oh my God. Why? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going to get to a point where, you know, it's going to taper off. People are going to stop getting vaccinated and we're only going to be at what, I don't know, 45, 50, maybe 60% of the population vaccinated. And we're just going to have to say, okay, yeah, fuck you. You decided not to do it. This is on you. If you get it all, it's so, it's such an easy thing to do and to, and to be a part of. And then people that are, I don't know. Joe Rogan was trending this week because he was telling he was on his podcast saying that people that are young and healthy shouldn't get it. And then, and then, and then this motherfucker goes on the next day and goes, I didn't say that. I didn't mean it like that. You shouldn't got, you guys shouldn't listen to me. I'm an idiot. I'm not a doctor, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you know, I'm just like fucking done with the whole Joe Rogan crowd and the whole like, because it's it's really scary to me how many people listen to him and think that he's legit some sort of guru. It's wild that, you know, it is, you are the one that pointed out to me that people actually do listen to him because yeah. I would listen to him. You know, like I've always said, my my uh, me listening to the, his podcast, 2000% depends on the guest. Me too. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And I always just listen to it like, oh, well, Joe's an idiot and he has smart people on. That was my viewpoint on it. And then I found out through you and then like started like sort of reading the context around it that, oh, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that actually like think he's giving advice. Right. Right. And some would even say that he is giving advice. I mean, I watched the clip where he said, uh, "If you're," he said, "Look, if you're 21 and you're healthy, I would say don't get it." Yeah, that's giving advice. That's yeah. like there, there, like there's no context that's needed. Like he said that word, and then his guest that was with him, he goes, "You know, I might say something. I might say something similar." I mean, uh, they're they're both just jerking each other off. Whoever the fucking whoever the some fighter, so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and then, I, and then I see people like my friend's husband's posting like, you know, the only place where people can freely exchange ideas now is Joe Rogan's podcast. And, and it's just like, you know, some ideas don't need to be exchanged freely or, or given a platform. White supremacy <laughs> is one of those, as is transphobia, as is all the other like like anti-vax and then like that conspiracy theory that were that he was spreading that like the government was setting the fires in California. He he endorsed that that theory and had to backpedal because Spotify was like, yo, you can't fucking say that shit. Uh, you don't know that that's true. That's in fact, it's been proven to be false. Like and there's just like no accountability for him. It's just it just pisses me. I mean. Part of it is, you know, a lot of his crowd goes, well, people, his criticizers, criticizers are just jealous. And it's like, yeah, a little. It makes me jealous that, like, I can't be a hundred millionaire because I'm spouting off nonsense. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, and then, I don't know, I just have a whole laundry list of fucking problems with him. The, 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 the pills he sells, Alpha Brain, like yeah. literal snake oil. he's literally a snake oil salesman and people like just think think he i take that shit and i'm alpha bro i'm alpha (laughs) he's kind of like the it's another version of alex jones oh well they're buddies i know they are buddies it's just you know alex is way more insidious than joe and way more malicious i feel like alex i believe acts with malicious intent 
Yeah. I don't believe Joe acts with malicious intent, which I think is the dividing line between the two of them. But they still both have like a wellness line that they promote. Right, right. Joe's is more based in like holistic shit and blah, blah, blah and vitamins. And Alex's is like, this coffee will make your dick bigger. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, one of my early issues with Joe is that he wouldn't admit that uh, Alex Jones docked the Sandy Hook parents for years. Joe was like that. Uh, he's like, I oh, did he? I didn't. I haven't heard about that. That's weird. I didn't know that. That I, I don't think that happened. And then eventually, someone live on air was like, No, watch, watch this. This is where he does it. And then look at these tweets. And then surprise, surprise. After that, Joe didn't have. Uh, live streamed podcast and pretty soon after that yeah <laughs> like like uh and he had to change his position and say that alex wasn't welcome on the show until he apologized and and uh all the, and you know the lawsuit was fucking i don't even know if that lawsuit's over but at least played out a little bit i think it's one of those things where like you're friends with a person and you're like, I just don't want to believe that they could do something like that. So yeah. I'm just not going to look into it. Right. You but know? then to, but to continually like gaslight and say like, uh, I, uh, that did, I don't think that that happened. I don't, I don't know about that. That was always what he did. And it was just like, dude, like just say that he did it. You don't like, you can, st- I mean, I don't know. Just to, like, don't tell me that it didn't happen. It happened. <laughs> like, yeah. like don't tell me don't tell me like that that like what 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 happened didn't happen that really just fucking irks the shit out of me and it, yeah. and it bugs me because i think that people with big platforms have whether or not they want it they have responsibility yeah and and to just like ignore it it's i i just can't get behind it anymore i can't i used to be i mean i used to be a big fan of the rogan podcast not gonna lie not yeah. gonna lie, not gonna do it. I used to be I'm a, a big fan. I'm a time to time play. fan. <laughs> no. Well, he also used to, I feel like, I mean, maybe he still does. I don't watch it anymore because it's all on Spotify, but like I always really loved it when he had comedian friends on. Yeah. And he you still know, does a lot. That's really yeah. the only ones I watch. Okay. Because I did the, watch one fun. though. Sorry, go ahead. Like the sober October episodes were really funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hurt. What the thing about I, I, those started to irk me after a while because I am a big fan of Bert and I think he's I actually like him as a person too. I don't know yeah, him sure. personally, obviously, but he puts a lot of himself out there. And right. I mean, every time Bert was on, who Bert weighs like 240 pounds and he's six foot three. Yeah. And he has like blood work done twice a year and is in pretty good health for being 48. And Joe's just like always treating him like he's on the verge of fucking death. Yeah. Like he's this alcoholic monster drug addict who's like hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Like, yeah, they all kind of were putting that on him for a bit. And it was pretty unfair, especially with Ari. It's like Ari's like a drug user. Ari does Ari, drugs. Ari's one of those people that thinks just because he's skinny that he's healthy. When yeah. I look at him and I see a meth head, obviously yeah. I know he's not a meth head, but like well, when I look I mean, at him, well, he might be, who knows? Yeah. When I look at him, I see a person who's like in, you know, that type of skinny that looks like their insides are rotten. Yes. That's what I see when I see Ari Shafir. Right. And also Tom Segura trying to put all this dog shit on Bert. Like, Tom, you fat as fuck. Well, that was always kind of the conceit of the joke is that Tom was like obviously fatter than Bert, but he got his team to his fan base to fat shame Bert instead. Yeah, I know. I know that was always kind of the thing, but. When you go back and look at Tom's old Netflix specials, it's like, damn, Tommy. Damn. Like, he has <laughs> aged in reverse. <laughs> right? He looks phenomenal now. 
fucking rich now. Yeah, that's true. That's a good part about getting fucking wealthy, homie. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to hire a personal trainer to come out four times a week. Yeah. We can tighten this ship up. Hell yeah. Shave the head, I'm only going to work like... Yep. I'm only going to work like 25 hours a week, maybe. <laughs> oh, Lord. Meanwhile, Christina has also gotten much hotter with age, too. I mean, they're just a fucking, they're a cycle of richness, baby. As do you see her look for the last live episode? Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, y'all check it out. Your, your, this is the Your Mom's House Appreciation Post Pretty uh, much. podcast. Pretty much. Um, Minus Joe Rogan. Fuck Joe guess. Rogan. Oh, I got to recommend Z. Drop that theme, motherfucker. We're all gonna die, it's our only guarantee. Just to pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the Matt on that podcast recommendation. All right, so my recommendation this week. Uh, surprise, surprise, it's a fucking superhero cartoon, y'all. Invincible. Uh, it's based off of the comics by Rob Kirkman, who did The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead TV show. There's a lot of Walking Dead actors in this, as well as several other famous actors, such as uh, J.J. Simmons. What's his name? Simmons? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons is big in it. Uh, Stephen Young is a star, and it is called Invincible. It's Booking the most brutal shit I have ever seen in terms of like a superhero story. That's including the Watchmen. Holy shit. It's so good. It's the, the posit, the, the posit. I mean, they, they so that they can't use any like known superhero titles, obviously, but it's essentially like Superman uh, is, you know, what if Superman was a part of an intergalactic empire that colonized planets uh, that they went to and they were essentially gods that, that he was essentially a God that was thousands of years old. And what if he had a son on earth, that son would become invincible and they would harvest the adrenochrome of all the children. Kinda <laughs> a little bit. Um, it's just, it's really great. It's about, it's a, it's a show about really fucked up family dynamics, uh, you know, world, world struggles and, and, and as well as like, you know, what, what if, what if there's another war, bigger world out there, uh, uh, that's threatening us and and how to, you know, make your own problems seem more manageable because of all of the chaos that surrounds you. It's like, oh, well, this is actually pretty small in the grand scheme of things um, is kind of the, the moral of the entire season. The whole first season is out on Amazon prime. Uh, it's just fucking really, really well done. It, it's, it's, it's just a superhero story told pretty, pretty much at taken at face value. It's hyper violent. It's super gory. <laughs> it's not for kids. Uh, there's a lot of uh, really, really horrible family abuse and uh, really, really graphic, like, murders and, like, sexual assaults and all this crazy shit that goes down. Uh, but it's all, but the thing that I love about it is just, is, is that the, what drives the story uh, is relation, the story of, like, relationships. Like, it's never, the story is very rarely about, like, aliens are invading and we have to fight them off. It's like, the, why are the aliens invading? Why do they keep coming back? There's a reason they keep coming back, even though we fight them off. And then you learn like the history that they have with the Superman character. It's, it's, it's all just driven through relationships and the relationships lead to all of this fucked up shit happening. Like 17, nine 11s all at once. Like, it's just, it's, it's literally one of my, it's I, at the end, whenever the, whenever the final episode ended, I literally cheered out loud. I was so excited <laughs> by the ending. That's fucking awesome. I was just by myself watching it on my iPad, and it was just like, holy shit, his father's love for his wife and invincible. It's like, <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, uh, shit, you fucked it up. No, no, but not, but not even. Like, how we get to that point 
is is like chef's kiss italiano give me the spaghetti the uh, journey's but, always better than the fucking arrival let's get absolutely real. it's so good guys I, I can't recommend it highly enough and again this is like the same team that did walking dead so keep that in mind it's probably gonna get kind of lame after the fourth season. I was just about to say it's gonna get real <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I'm blown the fuck away. Sorry, side note tangent from your recommendy. Do it. I'm done. That was people it. still fucking watch The Walking Dead. They still are doing it over and over again. They won't. They won't stop making them until people stop watching them, and people won't stop watching them. Fucking crazy, dude! I can't <laughs> believe it. That's insane. This, anyway. Uh, Kirkman has said that uh, he's only planning on seven seasons for this. Okay. Well, so there's the last cat. three will suck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the last three, you're going to be like, you know, this was kind of the problem in the first episode and the second episode. And this is, it's always just this one person keeps making the same mistakes over and over again, and landing <laughs> themselves in the middle of the gory mess. It's a little repetitive Kirkman. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I, I don't, I, uh, maybe, maybe it's headed in that way. They set up season two. Like I couldn't believe how well they set up season two by the end of it. They literally show you how they set themselves up for season two, like who they're going to fight and who's, you know, pissed off at who and who's gone to where. And it's like, and you would think it, cause you're left kind of towards the very end, not the very end, but like right before the very end you're left kind of wondering like, damn, everything's just like over. Like, the, like, oh, there's just like nothing to do now. Everything like that was fucking crazy. And then they, they go, no, there's still all this shit that needs to be taken care of. And it's, it's just like chef's kiss. I fucking <laughs> love it. It's so, so good. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So invincible. Check it out. Y'all. My recommends this week is um coming to you from vice Ooh, yeah i know random as hell right well go for it tell me it is a documentary about the diamond mining meth addicts that live under the bridges of saudi arabia excuse you i'm joking um oh. i just tried to think of like <laughs> a whole bunch of shit in a row that doesn't go together because that's the majority of vice I was going to um, say, like, that's the most vice-sounding thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> oh, yes. I Vice, hire me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can make this shit up. No, these hipsters will still watch it. <laughs> no one will fucking care. <laughs> well, it's all a work, brother. No um, one takes you seriously as a source. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, we're, we're on a tangent. What's your good. actual... Uh, my actual one is a Vice uh, series. It's okay. going into season three right now, and it's right. called The Dark Side of the Ring. And um, it dives into some of the darker histories of whether it be people or certain... It's mostly been about specific people or specific incidents in the history of professional wrestling. Okay. So professional wrestling as an industry, of course, started in carnivals and circuses, uh, mm -hmm. traveling around where legitimate grapplers would challenge people from the crowd and beat the shit out of them. And then they turned into in-ring promoted such as boxing. And it was actual real sports of wrestlers competing for championships and cash and cash purses. But then, um, and they found out kind of Dana White's found out, like sometimes you have a superstar and then some no-name just beats the shit out of them, and then you no yeah. longer have a superstar. Oh, yeah, sure. And then the next time you run the town, uh, nobody comes. <laughs> so in the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, some promoters decided, well, what if we fixed the outcome of the fight? Oh, wow. And the genesis of that gave rise to professional wrestling. And that wow. kind of cloak and dagger mysterious existence where everybody in the industry had to protect the industry from everybody outside the industry has given birth to a lot of nefarious shit that has happened within the industry. And that is kind of where you come in on dark side of the ring. Um, two dudes who are, I think, roughly around our age uh, do a docuseries 
where they go in depth and they get interviews from people that I can't believe they got fucking interviews from about really dark shit. Like uh, there was this guy who was based, for example, one episode is about gorgeous Gino Hernandez, who was the king heel of the Dallas territory back when it was uh, still the territory days when pro wrestling wasn't just WWE, when pro wrestling Mm -hmm. was split up regionally across the country and every territory had its own television and its own touring within the territory. And they, people made fucking great money doing it like that. Well, Gino Hernandez was the king heel of Houston and Dallas territories. He got caught up with some like drug dealer dudes. And then his death was super mysterious. And a lot of people in the industry thought that he was murdered by these drug dealers. And there's to this day, it's still like highly speculated and shit. They got, Gino's fucking mother and ex and widow for the interview. So like they get outstanding shit. They got a random, one of the random drug dealers that used to work for the guy that's been accused of killing Gino to give like a, an interview over the phone with his voice disguised. Like these dudes fucking kill it on this show. They absolutely fucking kill it. Um, just recently a new episode dropped first episode of season three on a guy named Brian Pillman who changed the industry forever with a character called the loose cannon, where he essentially just started doing shit out of character and breaking the fourth wall on TV in the early nineties when that had never been done before. Mm. And he has a very tragic history. It's all, it's the dark side of the ring. So every episode is about a tragic story within wrestling Wow. And it's so well done. They do this fantastic- Vice. This is Vice. And all the episodes are on YouTube, too. It oh, airs okay, on cool. TV, and then they're uploaded onto YouTube. I don't know what channel it airs on TV, uh, because I just watched it on YouTube. Yeah, as long as you, people know where to find it, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, Dark Side of the Ring, presented by Vice. I can't remember the names of the two dudes off the top of my head, but kudos to them. They do a fantastic job. It is more emphasis on the negative aspects of the pro wrestling business, which I feel pro wrestling has been judged very unfairly um, for its past, what it used to be like in the past versus what it has become. Um, But there are some really great stories to be told from that dark side. And it's not just all about steroids and shit like that. It's like actual people who had legitimate problems and the show's mm-hmm. just fucking well done dude it's so that's cool. awesome and it's a that's deep slice man. into americana because pro wrestling is americana so for sure absolutely check it out check it out y'all dark side of the ring can you do a thing where you just play dark side of the moon over the fucking uh like episodes <laughs> that'd be kind of fun maybe you know that would be sick some steroids fuck. before they end oh yeah do shoot some steroids in your nutsack Get extra alpha. <laughs> All sack away. <laughs> you guys, Matt is like showing me his uh, the underside of his thigh. I guess in, in sort of like a predominance. <laughs> oh man, Lordy, 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 Lordy. So I mean, are we? I'm oh, sorry. I was just going to say I was banished to the bedroom again. So that's why I'm on the bed. <laughs> Banished. <laughs> so should we jump into don't at me bro um, time you got a good one? one i don't know if i have a good one we can also just like not do it this week it's our podcast it is true <laughs> we can do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers we're weekly now what more do you want Jesus Brought Christ. to you by Crate and Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by manscaped uh, no matter how good the trimmer is, if you're fat, it's still hard. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, do I laugh or cry? I don't know. You know what I was thinking about? GTA has better fucking uh, health care than uh, the United States. How fucked up is that? <laughs> Makes me what? mad. Explain. 
uh, well, you just go in there, they charge you 5% of your income and then you leave and like, you're all shot up, you're crashed up. You're, you're, you're all, you know, you got all, you know, GTA out cops beat you up, beat you to, to within half an inch of your life. And you're just brought to the hospital, charged a hundred bucks and on your way patched up like brand new. Could you fucking imagine that? Yeah. I mean, imagine a life like that. Yeah. I can't imagine it. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. Oh, oh that's, shit. That's why we got to become F1 drivers. <laughs> what? I forgot a uh, major announcement. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Logan Paul is officially going to fight Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. That's incredibly dumb. Dude, I mean. That sounds like a really bad idea. It's a, I, it's going to be rough, dude. I mean, so. Jake Paul recently fought Ben Askren, who was a longtime retired, out of shape former UFC fighter. Right. Okay. That was never really a, he was a good UFC fighter, but he wasn't like a, a big time champion or anything. He was made, I don't know. Like he was not a huge name. Sure. Logan is not only fighting a former world champion. Right. He's fighting an undefeated, never lost a fight in his life, former world champion who is highly regarded as one of the, if not greatest, boxers of all time. Yeah, yeah Logan's fuck. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be really bad. It's going to be real bad. Uh, one thing that Floyd May- Mayweather, I know, is known for being playing a very defensive game. Yes, he is a he's an expert point boxer. Yeah. He so plays the he also can't science read. of boxing. Yeah, that's true. 50 Cent called him out on that, told him he what did he say like I'll give you a million dollars if you can read one chapter of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so fucking mean. And of course, I can't deliver the exact thing that 50 cents said. Right. <laughs> but God damn it, guys, if y'all just, I don't even know what, just Google 50 cent Floyd Mayweather, Harry Potter, <laughs> 50 cents delivery on this is just, Oh, it's, and it's also like 10 years ago. So like we're Johnny come lately as fuck, but <laughs> right. Oh. 50 cents had, has had sex with uh Chelsea Handler. Yeah, weird? I know. Isn't that's that weird. Wild. It's like, what the, like, why, what? Okay, cool. I'm glad you guys met. <laughs> that, you know, of the hottest people in the world that I would didn't, that I would not have sex with, Chelsea Handler's one of them. You wouldn't? I mean, no, I wouldn't. She just, she seems like too much of a piece of shit to enjoy it. <laughs> sure. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's like 50 Cent could like, literally anyone he wants anybody on the face like, of the planet yeah like, like like any anyone man woman who cares yeah y'all see handler for real all right okay they like dated yeah they were together where do you think they went out to eat <laughs> olive garden no 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 chelsea's nicer than that yeah, only that Spago, Mr. Chow. <laughs> what do you think they talked about? I'm just like, what did they like? What did they talk about all day? Chelsea right. Handler and, and 50 Cent. Did he talk about being into club? <laughs> I, uh, this is the disconnected nature of celebrity. This is a random fucking story. But one time when I was in L.A. with my uncle, when I was 22, we were we had had dinner at Mr. Chow in Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. and we're walking out and we knew that Tony Braxton was in the restaurant when we were in there. But then we were walking out. We started randomly talking to a TMZ guy. And oh, like God. I took a picture with him and it was funny and it's in, and I have the picture because um, he acted like he was interviewing me and I was like, get that camera out of my face. Very fun <laughs> times. Um, well, then these three Escalades pull up and we're like 
beautiful fucking blah, blah, blah. An entourage comes out, prepares everything perfectly to a T for Tony Braxton to walk out the door to get into the backseat of her chauffeur-driven Escalade. And the TMZ guy catches her right before she gets in the Escalade. And soundbite of the fucking century to me, and I saw witnessed it live in person. <laughs> the guy, it was right when her reality TV series was coming out. And the dude's like, What are you uh, trying to accomplish with your reality TV series? What's your goal? And she goes, Turns back in, in her fucking thousands of dollars shoes and thousands of dollar designer dress, turns back to him and goes, I just really want to show the world that my family and I are, are just regular people. We're just like everybody else. Oh, wow. Is that so, Tony? <laughs> my, my microphone just like fell off. I can't believe that that's what she said. Yeah. Just like everyone else, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. That blew my mind. Oh, yeah. All right. I think that about well, does it for us this week, man. I think that's it. That's it. Do we have any good emails? Um, let's see. Go into the my email. Gmail thing is uh fucked up, and it always it always shows me. Just let's see. Let's see. It shows me both fucking. Nope. <laughs> no, nothing good. No good emails. Well. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Although we do have somebody who is a new follower, Mariana Perez Trevino, friend of ours from college. He's cool. What up, dude? Thanks oh, for and it's also on Spotify. The four year anniversary of the photo that led to our logo. Oh, I'm walking oh. around Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. The photo taken by Alex, Alex Schroeder. Alexander Schroeder. Who you, if you're a longtime listener, you remember her from Matt on Matt Crime Volume One. Mm-hmm. Uh, small promotional piece also in the future, in the in the coming episodes, we will have a Matt on Matt Crime Volume Two featuring Alexandra K. Schroeder, who it's is our enough. resident true crime okay. expert. Yes. She's the Matt on Matt Crimester. Yes. Follow me at Twitter at Twitterfield. Instagram at Matt Matt Matters and on Instagram I got fat memes there. Um, <laughs> just to be clear, is Instagram is not Matt Matt Matters. It's just matters. It's just matters. Matters <laughs> matters. Not just matters. You Follow can reach me. Th- <laughs> at Mattberry zero six on everything. All right. Email us Matt on Matt, uh, uh, Matt on Matt pod at gmail.com. Um, I'm moving to North Dallas, as we said. Come party with me, come on my and come on my back. All right, um, uh, Matt on Matt pod at gmail.com. We love you guys. I love you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.